The it's greatest. awesome. It's like, it's, yeah, one yeah. of the best of all the Superman it's movies. So it's fun. great. <laughs> Christopher Reeves acting how, is awesome. How did we do this? We have not started talking they, about it. We, we, we got to get moving. I got to get going. Okay. But, <laughs> I got to leave in like okay, five minutes. Shut but. up about Superman. <laughs> shut up about Superman. What okay? is our problem? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, get going. Okay. Okay. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Two Bubble Gummy Kick Ass. Kick Ass. I'm one of the hosts, Brett Patterson. Jesus Christ, bro. Are we going to record? Are you going to play this? He's Dylan. I'm Tucker. Let's go. Oh, my God. Okay. Everybody talk really fast, and I'll just slow it down and post. That's what I was just trying to get to, but Tucker fucking just, he's just jamming over. Okay, everybody shut, I just shut, shut up, shut up! Let's do oh our best God, micro is... machine guy. Oh, I am bad at that. Okay, we're here to talk about the first movie in our Double Trouble oh, series. Right, 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 right. Movies where one actor is playing like a twin or a double or a clone yeah. of some of, uh, of a character. Absolutely forgotten what our choices Acting were. With <laughs> so today we're talking about, ooh, Dancing With Myself. Uh-oh. That'd be a good title for this series. <laughs> yeah. We could still well, he said acting with Oh, acting, acting with yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, nothing's on. We, we haven't signed a contract. Today here. we're talking <laughs> about Dylan's pick, Bowfinger. My pick was uh, the JCVD right, uh, vehicle, right. uh, Double Impact. <laughs> and and my is the seven Michael Keatons rooming oh, together. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. I the knew it was all. Okay. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The Batman. Okay. <laughs> We're talking about Bowfinger Bow today, though, yeah. and that has Eddie Murphy playing twin, identical twin brothers, oh my gosh. Jif right. and Kit uh, Jefferson. Yeah, I can't wait to talk to dive into Bowfinger. I, I fucking love this movie, this movie so much. Terrific. I yeah. So what, what are we doing? What are so we doing? I this, this is my pick. Okay. We've all seen it. It's Dylan's pick. It's my pick. Um, I think we're gonna have to talk as we go through these movies. We're gonna have to talk about how well the actor plays both parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and how distinguished, distinct they are. If they, how well sure. they interact yeah. with each other. Okay. Yes. Um, and I'm very self-conscious about that aspect of this. Yeah. yeah there's Immediately, only, there's as only I was, one scene. As I was driving, <laughs> as I was driving away, they look at this, each other once. Yeah. After after <laughs> after the whole selection process, I was like, God damn it! I walked yeah. right into picking the wrong kind of. Because we had talked about it, yeah, and then right. I immediately jumped on a movie that yeah, I was kind of like doesn't have to interact. Part. Yeah, and yeah. I agreed the whole time. <laughs> right. Well, it's because I wanted to have one that was in a similar kind of spirit mm-hmm. as your two's films. I think I think it fits, even though they're not it's okay. directly interacting. They're still both interacting with the main plot concurrently mm-hmm. yeah. in and, a way and that's like. You know, in yeah. the scene together, they just don't see each other and interact together right. a couple of times. Yeah, I think it fits. It, I, it, it's fine. It's sufficient, especially because who gives a fuck? But yeah, uh, the, the thing we were talking about in regards to that kind of like uh, distinction is with "There Will Be Blood." I think was oh, kind of sure. the main one we were yeah. thinking of, where the two the Sunday brothers don't share any screen time. Yeah, and, and they're only just implied. And one of the Sunday brothers yeah. is like only in <laughs> one scene, right. I think. To the point where you're True. almost like, is there really two of them? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, well, definitely, even <laughs> even every time I rewatch, part of me is like, why bother with that? Like, why not yeah. even in the production just be like, 
just refilm it with someone else. And well, just that's the thing. I don't want to go too far on a tangent, but the one Sunday brother was actually supposed to be played by a different actor. Yeah. No, I know. But they, oh, okay. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But it's still like, it's weird to me that they didn't just go reshoot those scenes with a different actor. Though. Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It kind of adds an interesting flavor to the movie. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but <sighs> this movie came out in 95. 99. 99? I thought it was 99. Oh, yeah, it is 99. Sorry, my bad. (laughs) The turn of the century. Yeah. Well, because I remember seeing this in 99, but like Mm -hmm. on cable. uh, So obviously a little while after it had done its run. I saw it in the theater. And I... I, uh, Blockbuster for me. Yeah, it was... No, maybe it was a blockbuster. Whatever it was, it wasn't... It was at home. Yeah. And I remember being kind of tepid on it and Mm -hmm. just being like, eh. Like, it feels like... I I love Steve Martin. Mm -hmm. He is like central integral figure in my life ever since childhood but that cat was the best fuck i ever had <laughs> mm-hmm. exactly grandpa Great bought a rubber uh, <laughs> but his movies for the most part like kind of like i'm like ah, he's mm-hmm. not that talented of a filmmaker so this movie fell in that same window with me of like i see what he's going for and i still had it watching it this time but i was just much more free to just be like this is so fun yeah but like it, it bothered me then, and it still bothered me on the rewatch. I rewatched it twice for this, both rewatches of like that's not a movie. Like the movie that he films. Like <laughs> I love the idea of what's going on in this movie that they're gonna make a movie with Kit, yeah. But he doesn't know he's in the movie. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. But the way that they shoot it and then produce it and even show it at the end, I'm like, like, like cheat it and make it an actual film that couldn't possibly have been put together with the footage that you captured mm. like just do some movie magic because what he's put together is like the room level of trash sure oh yeah and so it's that's always wood which, vibe when it starts rolling that, right exactly but sure. also who cares right like that's that's yeah. me having some weird attitude about it in 1999 now, of like i don't i don't i don't believe this it doesn't make sense and I'm like looking at it now 24 years later i'm like cares this is so fun these guys were like for me in my childhood both steve martin and eddie murphy yeah were like it like Mm -hmm. the jerk is still one of my that was probably top five favorite movies of all time maybe my favorite comedy ever and um for sure beverly hills cop was the first rated r movie i saw and i was obsessed and i i rented his best of it uh saturday night vhs everything Mm -hmm. about all the time and i love them so much and there was that sweet spot you know like I mean, Steve Martin made some misfires, but and maybe 80s, that's part of it. Eddie like Murphy's... Three Amigos and like even his small part in Little Shop of Horrors, like <sighs> I idolized him. Yeah. yeah, he was the best. And then you know, and I I stuck with him. And then like kind of after Father of the Bride, it felt like well, there was Steve like, Martin kind of drifted yeah, away well, there was for that, me. There was that one where he's like raising a little girl or something? It was like it's yeah, just simple was twist strange. of fate. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it felt weird. And I, mm-hmm. I felt like he was like he was being. It almost saccharine. felt to me like he was. <laughs> I, and this is just my my impression, but I was like, it feels like Steve Martin got grumpy. Yeah, I don't know what it was. Yeah, there was some like was some weird like vibe felt coming like off of him, ostracized from the world or yeah. something. And then as Eddie Murphy kind of went more clumpy and mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, morbidy and everything, I kind of lost yeah. lost him along the way. And so when this movie came out, it didn't hit a home run with me, no. but I was like, oh, this is this was pretty fun though. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of like, oh, and I like that seeing it this time too, like watching just the opening credits when it said written by Steve Martin and there yeah. weren't five other people. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. was Steve like, Martin. oh, cool. Yeah, agreed. That made me feel like, okay, so, this is more uh, concentrated well, vision, for, which I liked. 
Oh, for me, I was just going to say, because I'm a little bit younger than you guys, my experience with like Steve Martin and Eddie Murphy was growing up in those times where mm-hmm. you guys fell off mm-hmm. of them. Okay. So did those land with you as a kid? Some like, of them. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I could see like the clumps stuff. Not really the funny, cl- not really the clumps, but it was more like, like I had watched Beverly Hills cop when I was a kid. I'd watched the golden child. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess like Dr. Doolittle, I would have seen like the first one. And then, some like some of the just some of those other ones like pre um shrek a shrek, i knew yeah i knew no, shrek but, but pre shrek i'm saying pre, uh, well i was gonna say like pre like clumps and norbert norbert yeah. and stuff like that okay. and steve martin for me i didn't even know he was like a stand-up comedy until like or stand-up comedian until like way later in my life oh okay um like well, it's I, interesting i always thought he was super inspirational to you he was but okay. just later like oh, okay. in my like later yeah. teens got it uh, because I just knew him as like the guy from Father of the I liked him, yeah. but he was like from Father of the Bride, yeah, a simple twist of fate, uh, Parenthood, and like I liked him, but he wasn't like yeah. I didn't know like I didn't know the jerk. What a goofball right. he was in yeah. the seventies and eighties. Exactly, yeah. I didn't know his stand up albums, and then yeah. after I read his book, Born Standing Up, that's, that's when I really like. <laughs> that's when I like went back and started like exploring all of his stand up albums and yeah. everything that he had done. Yeah. And then I had I'd seen Bowfinger when it came out, but kind of I mean I was like eleven when it came out. Okay. So like the it feels like it's kind of aimed at someone around that age too. No, I think it's it's aimed at people who have like a reference for mm. movie making. Okay, you know you're what right, I mean? you're right. Yeah, it's kind of like the Hail Caesar type movie, like yeah. the movie about Hollywood. Oh yeah, and I for like sure. it, dude. That would actually be a good uh, yeah. series of movies about movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but I liked this movie when it came out, but. I, I couldn't really like grasp it sure. for what it, all yeah. it was. And then after I kind of was going back and looking at all the Steve Martin stuff after I f- kind of fell in love with him as an older person, yeah, I went back and watched Bowfinger and I was like, oh, th- this holds such a special place in both of their filmographies I... for kind of letting them return to form. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of really so of just like doing like an awesome comedy. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Really. Just like an aw- like an awesome specific comedy, and that's what yeah. it is. It's not broad. Like, no, and it. I. I mean, there's broad comedy beats in it, but, but it's no. It's a very specific yes. story, and I didn't appreciate it at the time watching it the first time in '99, and I don't think I revisited it any of the time since then until just now. I don't. I don't know that I've bothered to watch it again. Eddie Murphy is really fucking good in this movie yes like yeah really good yes i wonder what his thoughts are on this because he is just every scene fucking perfect mm-hmm. in in playing kit and in playing jeff yes yeah it's so been... good i was chuckling i was laughing so hard in that introductory scene of eddie murphy as yes kit. yes that is so <laughs> yeah. goddamn funny yeah. there was like Keep it I wanted to like keep together, keep together, keep together. I wanted to like write down everything he was saying. I'm like, everything he's doing here is so fucking it's, funny. It was like easy to forget is, how fucking funny he is. It is. And that's what I was thinking. He I was did like, so many of those movies. Like I've been rewatching because I just decided he was going to be one of those guys. I was going to rewatch everything, sure. pick up stuff I hadn't seen before. But it's also made me like watch the Doctor Doolittle's and the Nutty Professor. talented. And I'm watching like the Clumps, right? And I'm like. Who is this fucking movie for? Sure. Like, yeah. I do not understand that it's like got really like gross yeah. sexual stuff and like 
it's tons for, of it's, it's all farts Eddie and i'm Murphy, like it dude. seems like it's aimed at a little child but it's way too inappropriate yes. for a little it's child for Eddie Murphy dude <laughs> and so then like seeing him again and and when he's doing like and him doing these multiple characters but not yeah five fat people various sure. genders farting at a table <laughs> and you're like oh man he's really good he's really good how great he's still got it yeah. he's, what's he's he doing he's <laughs> so talented he's making billions on kids movies is what he's sure. doing but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah this movie's so simple i i do like and, how simple it is and how it just it just there's no fat it like yeah directed opening by, sequence i was gonna say directed yeah. by frank oz yeah i was gonna say last night jinx came home late I was at the end of the movie and she's, I don't think she's ever seen Bowfinger or anything. And she sat down, but she's like Muppets take Manhattan is one of her favorite movies right. of all time. You know, she sits down and she's like looking on her phone and stuff. And then she goes, this feels like a Muppet movie. And I yeah. was like, Whoa, <laughs> it kind of is. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. 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 Um, and also that's yeah, true. The way it culminates at the end for <laughs> yeah. sure. And I don't know if you guys saw show yeah. of it all. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw, but Brian Grazer produced, produced the movie. It. Yeah. Yeah. Which is Ron Howard's Ron Howard's okay. produ- longtime producing partner. Sure, produced Arrested Development. Mm-hmm. You know, I, this movie's fun. I mean, it's got a ton yeah. of flaws. It doesn't, you know, it, it. It. I don't think it's any of their any of the people involved in it. No, uh, it, of like the main people, like Frank Oz, Steve Martin, Eddie Murphy. I don't think it's any of their like best movies. Yeah, no. Uh, but it's fun for what it is. It's it's great for what it is. So I, I, it makes there's so many like I was watching it by myself and I was laughing out loud Me at too. so many parts of it. <laughs> Me too. There's <laughs> one part that I always forget about because I've seen it a few times now and I'm like I don't really laugh out loud that much at it. Yeah. But, but I, I don't know if we're gonna go through this movie beat by beat. But at the end when um when Kit flashes the Laker girls oh. and they all laugh at him and he goes. It's not funny. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. The ADR of Eddie Murphy right there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The one that always, that makes me laugh out loud is after, after Jeff does the, uh, the bag over his, yeah. Yeah. After Jeff does the freeway, uh, oh my God. When he gets to the other side and he's like, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. (laughs) Heavenly Father. Father. (laughs) No. And that, I remember that from the first viewing of being like, that makes me so uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, the, that whole sequence. Yeah. And the same thing this time. Like they jump straight to it and he's just like, he's so ridiculous. Yeah. And I love the button on that where he's like, okay, and you're going to go to Starbucks. Yeah. It's going to be a super complicated okay. order. Okay. 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 But yeah. first we got to do it again. Yeah. And then instead right. of ending it there, they show him running across again. Yeah. So funny. It's so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jamie, Ken- Jamie Kennedy is in this movie uh-huh. too. And, uh, it kind of makes me mourn our loss of Jamie Kennedy as Tell like me more what a good like as... fun actor who what ca- like I, showed up. I lost. Well, he just became like he, anyway. ca- he, he just became a terrible stand-up. Yeah, he became like a terrible stand-up comedian. Oh. He was in like the Son of the Mask. He became grumpy because critics like hated Son of the Mask and like made a whole documentary about it. And uh, I don't even know what that is. He made a whole documentary called Heckler. Where it was just all about comics dealing with hecklers. But like the whole time I'm watching it being like, yeah, but you do suck. So, uh, well, the funny thing about that documentary <laughs> is it's about comedians dealing with hecklers, but then it's revealed like partway through the movie that they, Jamie Kennedy starts to make the connection that movie critics 
are actually just like just hecklers, professional hecklers, professional hecklers. And so it was hecklers <laughs> that were just heckling son of the mask. Right. Oh, you know that's I mean? why it wasn't any good. Yeah. I've never even heard of this movie. Is it like the sequel to the Jim Jerry's Carrey mask? mask. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's really, it's really bad. It's a really, really bad movie. Hmm, okay. But like Jamie what Kennedy. What if it had been a sequel to the Eric Stoltz That's what I was share immediately mask. just thinking of. <laughs> that was son of mask. Son of mask. <laughs> son of Rocky. Uh, <laughs> um, but Jamie Kennedy had like, was in a few movies like in the nineties where I was like, I kind of like this guy. Like he was in Scream. Sure. I liked him Scream, in Scream. I thought, yeah. you know, I thought he was I, very likable in Scream. Totally. Scream 2. No, he, was, uh, he, was he was less likable. He was less likable in Scream Two. Bowfinger, uh, Bowfinger, Enemy of the State, <laughs> Three Kings. Oh, Enemy of the State. Oh, I forgot about Boiler this. Room. Um, yeah, he was great in those is little Boiler like, Room. Supporting is Boiler Room that movie about a room that's full of boiling water? Is no, it? it's full of Vin Diesel oh, okay. making like. No, I've seen it. Yeah. I know, I'm just being. Really I've never crazy. seen it. Isn't Ben Affleck in it? Yeah, too? it's a Ben Affleck yeah. film. Um, and uh, Giovanni Ribisi. Yeah, it's like mm. the sales guys, right? The yeah, sales yeah. guys. ABC, uh, baby. I was like, I've seen Glengarry Glenn Ross. I don't yeah. think I need they that. They even reference. I don't need they the CW version of they that. They reference <laughs> Glengarry. They're like, you got to watch Glengarry Glenn how, Ross. How fucked up is it that like people, like sales rooms will use the Alec Baldwin scene from Glengarry Glenn Ross as yeah, like inspiration? inspiration. Right. <laughs> yeah. How like, fucked up is that? I, it's I, unbelievable. It's like, it just shows, it's like, it's like accurate. And it's um you know and the uh, psychopaths that mm-hmm. it's about completely missed the point yeah yeah well and I was just listening to Unspooled's discussion of American Psycho and oh me too the mm. same thing with the, the, the people the producers that like of that them. are coming up to the people coming up to them saying hey I am exactly like Patrick Bateman and they're like, no that's not the you're yeah. a monster yeah. oh so Great. you're a bad guy yeah, yeah. you're one of the worst <laughs> but, but people finance, in the but, world but the finance people are just like finally you captured the essence of what this is and they're like. Yeah, we weren't celebrating it, bro. Like you're, we were you're good. mocking it. Yeah, we were you're, condemning you're, it. You're getting the <laughs> You know, wrong. which door do you go through? Let's show you American Psycho and yeah. see, and then we'll separate these out. Exactly. Just yeah. put these over here. So uh, yeah. <laughs> on a <laughs> rocket that goes right to the sun. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but uh, anyway, I just wanted to mention Jamie Kennedy because I really like him in this movie. I like him in this yeah. movie, too. He's like... Uh, I like him playing that kind of like meager, meek guy who's just kind of like along for the ride. He's not big. He's not doing like the big Jamie Kennedy stand up that he's like relatively known for now. No, even like towards the end of the movie Scream, he's got a little bit more snark and attitude to him that never pops up in this. Like even at the very end, he's just sitting there with the with with the. Bowfinger yeah. watching yeah. the movie. Yeah, exactly. And, and yeah, I like that he's excited about like um his part. Well, everybody's so excited because yeah, I like that it captures that that there's yeah. like yeah. all these people that are like never gonna make it, and right? But they they want to do it so much, and and Bowfinger's this guy that's like he's the Ed Wood of the of the situation. Yeah, and he's gonna bring them all along with him, yeah. and he's obviously been doing this for decades. Yeah, and. Uh, and he and he resorts to that kind of awful behavior that people with these kinds of obsessions do, where he you know mm-hmm. gets a guy to run across a freeway, yeah, and tells them they're all stunt drivers and it's gonna be fine. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ, it makes me but, so uncomfortable. Even though I know I'm watching a movie, I'm yeah. just like, oh my god. But Har- at the end, I love the when the um the crew he hires from the uh, border crossing. Uh, <laughs> the best crew they can afford those guys are doing great and they're like learning their craft yeah and they show up with those reels of film at the end yeah and jamie kennedy's like i want to take a look at it yeah like he's still got that 
yeah you know let's do it yeah and it's so great even though everybody's like <laughs> yeah it's over it's fucked up we yeah. can't do it i love the spirit that this movie captures in that kind of like ed wood mm-hmm. way of like yeah it's bad and we kind of all know that it's not great but we're just happy to be like making something yeah. and making yeah. oh, something yeah. happen yeah happen and like I fully am on board with that spirit. Like, yeah. and, and I actually love the idea of like, we're going to make something and maybe like, maybe something will come of it. But like the, the joy is in the making of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. The joy and the reward is the product. It's being able to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. the, there's something so pure and, loving about that Mm -hmm. spirit that really like speaks to me now like i couldn't grasp that when i was like yeah 11 i was like it's just goofy doofuses making like a goofy doofus movie (laughs) called chubby rain (laughs) (laughs) no and they 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 have that moment right before they actually do anything after steve martin has lied about getting all the getting kip and lied about like being able to make the movie and he like pauses and looks at him and like you, you can tell it's an earnest moment where he's like, I'm seeing, like, I see the best group of people. Yeah. However yeah. he says it. Cause it is that like, he can tell these are all kindred spirits, just kind of a bunch of loser. No, nobodies yeah. who are never really going to make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, this would be a gonna... great double bill with Ed Wood. Ed Wood. Yeah. Right. Such a, yeah, I mean, yeah. I love that movie. I think it's the best thing Tim Burton will ever touch. Agreed. See but that. Aside from Pee Wee's Big Adventure, maybe. But, um, sure. <laughs> but yeah, it's just that, that gang of misfits that yeah. nobody wants anything to do mm-hmm. with. And they're all lining up behind this guy because he's got the vision and the passion and he's going to make he's it. He's going to do and it. And it's going to be great. Yeah. Like no matter what, you know, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, because we all, did it. Yeah, it's so <laughs> cool. I'm like, I love that. And Me I, too. You know, I've watched Ed Wood movies and I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm still like <laughs> awesome. I'm glad you did that. Yeah, for, yeah, that, that part of the like good for you doing it. Yeah. yeah, especially back then when it was on film, right? Like, yeah, you, oh, took, yeah. you had to really, you couldn't just go fuck around. Like, you can go fuck around no. now and like shit out a movie if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah. Like the effort, the overhead on it has gone down so much. Like, yeah, this like you 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 really had to commit. Yeah. this time period like and that that scene where he gets the money out oh yeah he gets the is money it? out and he's like that's after all the blah 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 but every movie no matter what it is costs two thousand one hundred eighty four dollars <laughs> right i i feel like steve martin <laughs> is firing on all steve martin cylinders yeah, in this movie he really is the his like patented steve martin like quick talk like yeah yeah uh, it's, it's but a it's but a <laughs> yeah like the scene where he's on the cell, the cell phone the yeah cell i was just thinking about that and he's taught like he that, takes, he that whole scene phone out that whole yeah. scene is with perfect. the cord that and scene robert is perfect jr. Is so good robert Downey jr is so good in that scene yeah. he should get like if you could get like an award for just one little scene yeah. in a movie yeah. is but perfect, Steve Martin yeah. in that scene is like doing the Steve Martin thing to perfection. Yeah. Like he's honed it and perfected it and knows yeah. exactly how to do it. And it's, it's so, good. so funny. Like the way when he's, <laughs> when he goes, he's talking and talking and talking, you know, and then he kind of like turns away and mumbles a word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like such, be- that, to me, that's like such a perfect distillation of like what makes Steve Martin yeah. so funny. Uh-huh. Well, even like going back to like his stand up days, like uh-huh. that is like a thing he would do in his stand up. Yeah. You know what cat I mean? was the best fuck I ever had line. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly that. Yeah. yeah. And, and he, 
it's not a laziness. Like instead of like trying to fill it in with like words, he just mumbles. And he's like, right. Well, we work uh, together on that. Thing. Yeah. It's so like the fucking. It's a double because you're like, why didn't you just put something there? But it's actually better that you didn't put something there because it's just ridiculous. I love the moment he pulls off the fake ponytail when he goes in and puts it in his pocket. <laughs> yeah. And when that comes back, when he tries to give him his card, and he's like, and he's like, and then he's like, you just keep it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so good. And the fake ponytail is such a weird yeah. piece. Like when it's revealed to be fake, then why are you wearing it? Cause it doesn't look good. Cause he's not going to wear it in this situation where you <laughs> right. think that's what it's for. Right. Like, what off. is it for at all? Yeah. It's so, it's and that, and the way some that, more youth, I guess some like oh, Hollywood youth. Shit. And but, I love that when he's talking to Jamie Kennedy, he's like, look, I'm 49. I'm going to be 50 next year. I could pull off 44, maybe 40, maybe 39. And Jamie Kennedy just kind of cocks his head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I I resonate with that because I have had those same thoughts in my head of like, I still look like I'm like right. forty four, forty. I could maybe be thirty eight. Like, no, you can't. Bro. Yeah, 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 you're yeah. fifty. Yeah. Right, well, I'm talking about dating apps. I'm talking about lying about my age on dating apps. Gotcha. gotcha. Eighteen. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm eighteen. Oh my god. Um, this movie is so yeah. great. So yeah, it's he's. Fun. But I like how it just jumps right in, like the opening sequence. He's finishing reading the script. Yeah, and then he starts making phone calls to it's put it together. It's written by his accountant. Oh yeah. my gosh, he asked him to write a script. Oh so shit! Great. And it just he goes from there. Like it's it, this masterpiece. There's there's <laughs> no backstory. We don't really ever learn. We we learn about Bowfinger just from the little pictures as they're panning mm-hmm. across his, his house, and he's been doing shitty <laughs> community yeah. theater yeah. stuff. Yeah, and I love the subtle Steve Martinisms, like the the Hugo story on the poster, yeah. <laughs> prominently on the side. <laughs> oh, there was one other. There's one other one that I really liked, but I I wish I would have written it down. Sure. But I can't remember what it was. Um, shoot. Anyways, yeah, all the posters are kind of like just paint filling in the world. Yeah, painting painting the picture just of who Bowfinger bit. is. Mm-hmm. Um, I and love you that just his name know is Bowfinger. His name, yeah. <laughs> I think I think back in the day I was like distracted by that as a name because it's just like why is this, why is it called Bowfinger? Like why is he? Right. Why is that his name? That's such a strange name. But who cares? Bowfinger uh, yeah. International Pictures. Yeah. yeah, he's got an old rundown bungalow with his his sign sure. out front. Yeah, uh, um, it's great. It's a great name. Yeah, it is a great name. It's fine. I it's really, just, uh, it's just fine. found it confusing. The weird thing about it is, and I remember this at the time, is that I expected uh, Eddie Murphy to have the name mm. because he's doing the different characters and he seems so big, like especially in the trailers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I was, I remember being like, "Oh, he's Bowfinger." Okay, mm. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> to correct yeah. my brain. <laughs> Maybe that was my problem. But yeah, so he he has the script and he de- declares that he's going to go get. He's going to go get it produced. That's why he's, yeah. he's, he's, yeah. he's ingratiating himself to have lunch next to Robert Downey Jr., who's well, a Hollywood player. And he's got some people already like in his orbit. And he's yeah. like, like he's got the two yeah, actor the two guys, actors, right, the right. actor and the actress. Um, and are, then and Jamie Kennedy is his buddy who is like a gopher at the studios. So yeah. He's like, his, his, he's like a PA. A PA, yeah. Right. So yeah. he's like a studio. He's in at the studio. And Bowfinger's stolen his van. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god! And it doesn't make sense that he has an accountant, but that's fine. Like right, that right. guy and that guy's that guy's such a weirdo. Like, <laughs> yeah. well, it makes sense that he would Weird have ragtag group. Yeah. yeah. Um, it makes it makes sense that he just has 
people in his orbit because he's like he has an accountant and he's probably was probably his accountant when he was like maybe m- making a little bit more money sure. like doing like regional theater like ma- like making small productions or whatever and the guy's just kind of like hung on because Bowfinger is like just charming enough to like yeah. get him to like do favors for him. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like he's that doesn't really have anything to account for him anymore. <laughs> right. Right. But he's still like part of his like orbit because he's like charming and can like get people to do stuff for him. Because <laughs> he's like after because he, he you know the movie opens with the the phone company saying hey we're gonna shut off your phone and then click and then he like closes the script he's like wow yeah. and calls the guy and he's like your days of being an accountant are over which yeah. <laughs> which is right. such an inside hollywood joke of like you know just because someone likes your screenplay i mean right. you know you're still decades away from doing and, anything and everybody has a screenplay it's yeah, like the accountants yeah. like i'm an accountant in hollywood but really i'm yeah, a screenwriter, screenwriter. <laughs> yeah. oh chubby rain chubby. my god because the aliens <laughs> tell them why because the aliens come down in the rain rain. making it chubby yeah (laughs) it makes perfect sense and then when they're screening the movie at the end for the premiere and he steve martin's doing the narration again going back to that thing that we've talked about of like is does narration ever add anything to it right but and it's very ed wood yes narration and how he's like on this day was it normal rain or was was it it Chubby, Chubby rain, rain. so dumb. <laughs> I I love all the like side characters mm-hmm. of like the uh, like the 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 actress who's like I I think she was like maybe uh like uh, somebody who had gotten some like bit parts right that's the impression that I got right uh, she's well and like, she's been doing regional theater for twenty five years or something before yeah. coming to Hollywood she's a she She's an actress. actress. Yeah, that's a uh, Christine Baranski. Uh-huh. What's her um, name? Sybil. She was in Sybil. Okay, I was like, she was in something. Um, yes, I've seen her a lot. She's been, yeah, she's been in a million things, but um, she maybe was like, you get the impression she's doing like regional theater. Maybe she had been in like some commercials or like episodes of TV or something. Right. Like that's kind of the the archetype, the 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 caricature that she's kind of like playing mm-hmm. is that person that but she takes it very very serious yes uh but i love her i love her her role Mm -hmm. in the movie yeah uh, in chubby rain she's great in chubby rain she's awesome in chubby rain she's a breakout star yeah (laughs) she's great like she's like she's real foxy like she's like weird and like that embodiment of like kind of obnoxious actory yeah but also like Oh, she like she does have all the package. She's just weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way, speaking of Steve Martin, had, did have you watched Only Murders in the Building? Uh, the first I watched the first season and like halfway through the second, and it was, oh, okay. it was getting a little like ugh. Well, I've just seen the first season. And yeah. the we just started watching the third season, and for the third season they brought Meryl Streep. I heard in okay, and she's playing kind of like a uh, Christine Baranski role oh, cool. in their Martin Short's like Broadway production, where she's like. Uh, somebody who's been trying to be an actor for like 30 years hmm. and, but seeing Meryl Streep be a play a bad actor is really fun yeah. oh wow. when okay. they I she, love I love when a good actor can 
plays the bad actress. She, there's a they scene. Do it so well. It's and, hard. Yeah. Oh, and also, did you guys ever watch the, the Steve Martin and Martin Short Netflix special? Yes. That is no. it's really great. good. Oh, it's great. Okay. That no. is awesome. Yeah. It's really funny. I wish funny. I would have seen them when they were here. It was too expensive, that. dude. It was so yeah, expensive. Was so expensive. Yeah. I, I, really I was planning to go, to go, and I was like, shit, dude, that's going to cost like $400. Yeah. Speaking of actors playing bad actors, Heather Graham's in this coming yeah. right off of, coming off of Boogie, Boogie Nights. Nights. Yeah. Keith. Yeah. <laughs> Keith. Keith. <laughs> yeah, like whatever she's doing with her wiggle is <laughs> yeah. so weird. Like, Yeah. I, Heather Graham is really funny in this movie. I really like her character. It almost veers into like a sexist trope. Yeah. But I feel like it avoids it because it just becomes so absurd. Yeah. I and think it's like just, it's making fun of the, the, uh, the stereotype more than it's making fun of the character. Yeah. Right. I agree. Like, cause she's just doing whatever. She's just sleeping with literally every single person yeah, to get yeah, like her yeah. little incremental thing. <laughs> like, oh, and then the, that's who makes that decision. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And like, even when Jif is like, yeah, well I should, I look like his, I'm his brother. And like the camera <laughs> yeah, yeah. is on Steven and her together. And then it just shifts to just her perspective. And she's like, Huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's really also, funny. She yeah. is such a bombshell. My yes. goodness. Like it's every kind of look at I'm like she crazy. doesn't look like a human. She's too attractive. I mean, it's kind of a bummer what happened with her what too. Happened? Well, she just kind of fell off the face of the earth. I, I she wondered got, about like, what, in some bad roles and some bad I, movies and kind of fell off the face of the earth. I'm suspicious of any actress from that time period falling off the face of the earth. Like this was also the Weinstein's like truly destroying people period of time like it, it yeah. reeks of something happened that she's not going to talk about publicly but because i had the same thought i'm like she was really hot and she's beautiful she's not, not a great actor but she's not a terrible actor she's certainly not bad enough to disappear off the face of the earth and like she's that. funny like she yeah, was in she's, yeah, she, she was laughs at herself the spy who shagged me yeah, yeah. Like, i thought she was great in that that's yeah. what i mean like she was in a handful of things and then just kind of went she away still working yeah she's she working but you just like don't no, she see her and like a lot of like I feel like something things. occurred. Yeah. Like I I'm I'm I've built the story of like she refused to do certain things. Maybe. And that's why she just didn't get roles. Maybe, but I think it's a pretty I mean, it's a shitty atmosphere. But that's what I mean. It's a shitty atmosphere always, but it was particularly toxic right at she was in the sweet spot of when it was But what what modern I, day wars. Sure. But also too there's also like million or millions like hundreds, hundreds thousands maybe of, of like actors who had a moment yeah and then just kind of went away uh, yeah that's you know true. what i mean yeah like yeah, it happens true. all the time that's, <laughs> like yeah that's true it's there, just there's she people was, who are like the it person for yeah. a while and then they just kind of fall away into obscurity yeah. and you never hear about them again and they yeah, might keep they might keep working even you know you just yeah. don't see yeah, them she's in a lot of stuff that i recognize that i maybe didn't see or I remember she's in the hangover movies, I guess. I remember when she showed up in the diary of a wimpy kid. Uh, I was like, Oh, I guess she's come back. Like it felt like she had disappeared and had come back. Yeah. And Um, she hits like some of like, I love boogie nights and I love twin peaks and you know, like I've revisited license. Twin peaks. Yeah. She plays Annie, the girl that shows up and license to drive, license to drive. Okay. Return to a few times, uh-huh. um, so she's always kind of been around in my drugstore yeah, cowboy. I mean, she's, I just, she's a couple oh, years I older fucking than love me. Love drugstore yeah. cowboy. And I've just it's been like one of my a favorites too. Very, yeah, but um, yeah, you're right. I haven't 
noticed her for a while. But I think everything. she's I think she's funny in this. She's yeah. she's exactly like I I do like the trope. Like she literally gets off the bus, walks up to the audition, and is like right there. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, and she's yeah. like, where do I go like, to be an actor? Where do, no, she's like, is this where I come to be a star? And oh, yeah. he's like, well, this is yes, where you come is. to like work hard and, and perfect your craft. And she's like, well, will that take more than a week? Because I've given myself a week. <laughs> oh yeah. But when she first gets yeah. off the bus, she says, yeah, she's like, where do I go to be a star? Where do I go an to be an actor? An actor. Yeah. 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 And she's got the perfect like starry-eyed, yeah. like, naive mm-hmm. look. It's it's really good. Yeah, for sure. And I don't know who's the guy who I don't know the guy Slater, the uh, guy who plays Slater. Yes, uh, I, don't, I don't think he's. Well, he definitely didn't go on to do anything. Yeah, I don't know him. His name is Cole Suddeth. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, maybe that's part of it. That's a, oh yeah, that's a rough he, name for a, for an actor. I mean, he was in a lot of stuff, like a lot of TV shows. Sure, he was in Jesse Stone, a lot of Jesse <laughs> Stone, <laughs> Jesse Stone. Suck. Oh. Tom Selleck movies. Yeah, those are like TV movies. Yeah. Tom Selleck's. Jesus, character. there's so many of them. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. Well, I mean, that's a case of point. Like he probably was just like, I mean, it would be exhausting to try and be an actor. Oh, it yeah. would be exhausting to try and do anything in Hollywood. Like, oh, if, for unless sure. You, like, sure. come in on your own terms. It'd just be fuck it. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, it would be. You know, other thing I know about Heather Graham that she had to contend with is that she came from a like seriously religious family that kind of disowned her when she was doing oh, movies really? like that. Yeah, and that's a shitty business. That sucks. If she would have just called me, I would have taken care of her for the rest of her life. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't been able to, but I would have tried. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. I would have committed my life to making sure she was okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Isn't that so funny? Like when people like, are so like when you get like stalkers and like scenarios yeah. and stuff like that and yeah. they're like so convinced, it's hilarious so, <laughs> so convinced that somebody like could love them if yeah. they were like they like a big star them. would love them if they just gave them the chance right. yeah. and it's just like buddy have you seen you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude. yeah i mean other people not me but <laughs> yeah I, like i there's one time i this is really embarrassing to admit oh boy but when I was like, you wrote a letter to Billy Joel. No. <laughs> when I was like in like eighth grade, your uptown I, girl. I had a dream <laughs> where I didn't like Avril Lavigne's music or anything. Uh-huh. Sure, but she was really, really cute. She's really cute. Sure. And I had a dream where like we, she, we met each other and like she <laughs> really liked each other and like yeah. fell in love. And when I woke up, I was like. Holy shit! Do I love Avril Lavigne? I, I had, and does she also love, love me? You? Yeah, yeah. I had, I had, I had a version of that with Jennifer Love Hewitt in like a, a, a holiday where, in my dream, like we we were like holidaying in the same small area, so we wound up spending a bunch of time together. And I was like, and she just, I, we just, we just kind of fell in love. And when yeah. I woke up, I was like. I have like weird feelings for Jennifer Love Hewitt. And <laughs> we spent all that time together. We spent all the time, and then she loves me, and I gotta go find her now. <laughs> and every once in a while, that like feeling would kind of like creep its way back sure. into my. Oh, my, I, my every time I see her now, right. or anything about her, I'm like, oh, that's you right. You kind of think thing. Skater Boy's about you. <laughs> I, well, <laughs> is that one of her songs? I think yes. Is. <laughs> but it's there's always like I'm always like. You know, I bet if she met me, she would really sure. like me. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And, but it's like such a fleeting thought, oh, like one well, second. It's, it's so and idiotic. then reality kicks back, and I'm like, mm, 
Yeah. You're no. You're being an idiot. Yeah. Well, and, and like, there's plenty of women in your actual sphere who have met you and aren't in love with you. So why right. would yeah. why yeah. would that person? Most would, of them. Why would yeah. almost all, make a star. Almost all of them? Why would a yeah. star who's got nothing but ding dongs uh, throwing yeah. themselves at her? The, the pick well, of the litter. I'm special. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's preposterous. It's, it's awesome. So uh, that's the dream for yeah, female is. celebrities. Like one day I'm just gonna be a, I'm one day be so famous. I'm gonna have ding dongs being thrown at me <laughs> one day, left yeah. and right. Well, <laughs> one day I'm gonna be so famous and I'm gonna my car's gonna break down on the drive in Idaho and I'm gonna meet some <laughs> yeah. guy. She's gonna pull up to the skate park. She's, her, car, her tour bus is going to break down right by the skate park, oh, and she's going to be like, you. Yeah. Man, there's something about you. It's like cool as ice. <laughs> yep. Exactly. It's exactly right. the plot sure of cool is. as ice, but with Avril Lavigne and uh, you. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, um, Heather Graham, call me. Yeah. Yeah, anytime. I'm always available. She still I have, a, I have a Heather a, Graham line in my beautiful. house mm-hmm. just waiting. I'm sure she's married with children. I'm sure, sure. she's had a life. Right? Yeah, like, I'm sure. She's not just a snapshot I'd of who to, she was in 1999. I'd love to catch up with her sometime. Yeah, me too. You know, just, 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 just some coffee or something. She's got this new horror movie coming out called Suitable Flesh. It's got a great poster. What? Oh, throwback. Yeah, and throwback. she's, uh, is that she's out? top build. She's third build in Bowfinger. 2023. Hmm. Well, it makes sense that she would be third build in this movie. I mean, yes. Yeah. Steve Martin and Eddie Murphy. I know, but it's just like it's pretty good though. It's pretty good. Yeah, third build in who, that kind of an ensemble of uh, yeah. But who else in that? But who Terrence else? Stamp. You got uh, Jamie Kennedy was hot at the moment. She kind was of just coming off coming of off scream. She was just coming off. Boogie That's nights. true. I know. I'm. I'm not saying she. You're deser- being stupid. I, of course she's say- third build. <laughs> I'm not saying anybody else I, deserves I, I, to be in that spot. I'm just saying it's interesting sounds like you're to saying, note that It sounds like you're bill. saying Jamie Kennedy should have had higher <laughs> billings. That's what it sounds like you're saying. He's not saying they were wrong. Yeah, I'm not saying <laughs> they were exactly right. Yeah. Isn't it interesting to note that Heather Graham is third build in this movie, <laughs> this ensemble movie? I mean, Robert Downey Jr. is also in the movie. He He's gets a, a special. Name. He gets a special and yeah. or whatever. Oh, does he? Yeah. He gets that. He's yeah. only in like two scenes. Yeah. I know, but that could be enough sometimes. He's... It, and like I said, he is great uh-huh. in that scene where he actually speaks. I'm a speaks. big fan. I love him. I'm this is right before he. I still his... love him, even though I've kind of stopped watching his movies because they're all superhero. <laughs> like, I've always loved him. Not anymore. Yeah. Not, what's what is, is he done? He, has he done anything? Since? Oppen- yeah, he was dead. in Oppenheimer. Oh, I haven't seen Oppenheimer. He was yeah, in Doolittle. Have you have you seen that uh, TikTok that's been going around of the person farting during op- during Oppenheimer? <laughs> no, I just saw that today <laughs> no. with the sound off, and I forgot. I didn't turn the <laughs> no, sound on. No. I gotta check it it's, out. Somebody did made like a TikTok where it's like I farted during up. And I saw this, but and it's yeah. like at, during the countdown to the explosion. Oh, no, and it goes in the movie. It goes silent when the explosion happens. So it goes. <laughs> thir- it's like three, two, one, silence, and then the person in the theater just goes. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it legit or is it someone just being? And it's funny? legit because you hear other people in the theater laughing. <laughs> Like you hear the guy, the guy who did it is like, <laughs> and then you hear other people in the theater being like, <laughs> "That's really great." Yeah, yeah that's it's really, 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 really wow. funny. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my that's god! That's a perfect moment for a fart joke for sure. Um, Terrence Stamp. Speaking of our, oh, yeah. our Superman yeah. talk, Zod. Yeah. Oh, Zod. finally we can get back to Superman. Fuck yeah! yeah. Which is funny because this is like the <laughs> second time in uh, two series where oh, yeah. we've had a Superman, a Superman two. two alum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I don't think that's we're right. gonna go for the trifecta Meatballs though. Four. I don't think that other guy <laughs> showed up. Yeah. Um, Terrence. <laughs> yeah, that. Terrence Stamp is playing like the Scientology type. It's called Mindhead. Yeah. I like, it's like the Scientology. I like that. There again, the this feels like one part of this movie that like I don't know why the joke work, why the joke is done the way it is, and I feel like it misses the mark. Like when Steve Martin initially brings, you know, he he has the scene with Robert Downey Jr. and he goes straight to Kip to try and get the script to Kip, mm-hmm. <laughs> script to Kip, Kit, Kit, sorry, Kit, Kit. and uh, come correct. <laughs> and Please. you know, references Minehead because he sees it's Minehead is written on the um, license plate that Kit's getting into, and so like ingratiates himself to sit in the car with him. They drive down the the driveway, go a few feet down the road, and then like Kit just kicks him out of the car and calls him a fucking liar. No, he says it's people like you that give Minehead okay, a bad name. Give Minehead, like why not show us the interaction in the car that led to that? Like, I don't, uh, I think it's, I think it's funny. It's just as it, funny to like, cause then you're like, well, what, what did he, what did, what he, did he say? say? Yeah. I, there's something about it being so early in the movie or something like, I, I remember thinking that the first time I'm like, I don't quite understand what happened. I mean, I understand what happened, but I'm like, if, if Bowfinger's entire existence is being able to, jibber jabber his way into things and and like kind of con people into like being on his side like how would he shit the bed so badly within 20 seconds of sitting in the car with him that doesn't fit the character as we've seen him so far so i didn't understand but it does though because in the scene with robert downey jr just before that he's already fucking up yeah he's got the phone cord hanging from the cell phone i I guess i just wanted to tails coming out of there i wanted to see it i wanted to see it like yeah i don't i I mean it it, and and it's the same joke as had literally the same joke as a seinfeld episode that i assume was right before this may have been after this but where there it's the episode where they're lost in the uh in the parking garage yeah Mm. and George has been flirting with some woman who winds up and, you know, he's like playing off the flirting with her to oh, get yeah. in the car. And like, as they're getting in, she reveals that she's a church of Scientology, which is basically the same thing. And then they drive 10 feet and then they all get kicked out and she's like screaming at them. And he's like, it's not really a religion or something like, so it's clear <laughs> yeah. that they're arguing about it. So it, yeah. I, I, maybe I was just tainted by that of like, cause that works so much better. Like you understand exactly what the dynamic yeah. is. And here, I don't know. Even on the rewatch last night, I was like, I, I wonder, did they just like not catch the scene right and they just opted to just leave it out? No, right. I, I mean, maybe, but I feel like it works okay. It, it's I, fine. It's, I not really a, like it's not a leading catching up point. To, my favorite part of that interaction is leading up to that part when Steve Martin is like about to get in the car and Eddie Murphy is like, who's your guy? Mine's Jack. And Steve Martin's like, Ray! <laughs> <laughs> I, it's like fine. To yeah. me, like again, that's like a really good Steve Martin. Yeah, is like just Ray. Well, yeah, because he's like <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm bringing you your 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 script from Paramount. He's like, I don't have anything from Paramount. Sorry, I meant Universal. Like, oh yeah, Universal, give it. To you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you read my script? Yeah. Don't read my script. He's like, no, no, no. It's like butter. It's like it's butter. It's butter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's a, that, there. To me, there's not really any scenes that like 
don't work or sure. don't make sense. Yeah. So like, yeah, him, it makes sense. I just him getting I, something's out of the missing. Car. It feels something like a beat is missing. Like it, it just uh, feels yeah, like it a doesn't beat feel is like that to me because. Okay. To me, it just feels like uh, it doesn't really matter what he says. You just like the implication is just that he said something offensive and then got kicked out of the yeah, car about Mindhead. Yeah, about Mindhead. Well, and later and when something he... like Mindhead, Scientology, or religion just in general, but especially th- that, but especially that, there's like a plethora of things that you could say that would offend somebody. Well, and, you know what and, I mean. So it's like later you can either pick one. Or you can just leave it up to somebody's imagination. Good point. Yeah, you know? that's a good point. And, <laughs> and maybe the it's one just... that you pick is probably going to be. It's like, is that going to be the funniest one? Maybe, yeah, maybe not. You. But I just implying right. that he just said, especially because the way Eddie Murphy's like, it's people like you that give Mindhead a bad name. It's not even that Steve Martin slipped up and revealed that he wasn't part of Mindhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The implication is that he brought something up that like maybe is like. Like the Sea Org of Mindhead, you know what I mean? Sure. Like that, like right. some nefarious thing that maybe is happening, and he brings probably maybe brought it up like casually. And yeah, that sent Eddie okay. Murphy like Kit over the edge or sure. something, you know? So sure. well, and it's also too too much. Like I, I get it, I get it. Yeah, and you got to a movie like this, you got to keep it moving. Oh, a hundred percent. And that's this to this movie's credit, man. It just keeps moving. Like it, yeah, it's yeah. an hour and a half. It rules. Yeah, it's, I love great. that. Well, and and at the towards the end, like the almost last scene where Steve Martin. Bowfinger is sitting down with Terrence Stamp, the the head of Mindhead, and he's like, "Well, you know, now that you're you guys at Mind Mindhead, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah." Um, but the the thing with Mindhead that I like is I like the the, the uh, pyramid hats. <laughs> I, well, I like the pyramid hats, and I like when you end when you enter the building. It's just a voiceover saying "Welcome to Mindhead" and a bunch of different yeah. inflections. Inflections. Like, Welcome to Mindhead. <laughs> Welcome to Mindhead. Right. Welcome <laughs> to Mindhead. Yeah. <laughs> and I love Terrence Stamp being yeah, he's the, really great. like mm-hmm. David Miscavige, like clearly manipulating Kit, yeah. clearly uh, conning him. And I, I, I do really, he makes a good uh, straight faced kind of. Machiavellian villain yeah. type of character, oh, yeah. General Zod, if you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yep. But yeah, I, one, once we get introduced to a uh, Jif, yeah, I mean it's funny because Jif is kind of like a nutty professor, clumps, Norbit type of character. But he plays it at a lower key. Like it's 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 not as it's big, but it's not as big. I don't know. Yeah, what is it that makes it? I think because it's maybe because Frank Oz is such a like skilled storyteller and director. Yeah, and Steve Martin's such a good writer that it, it's it's big and broad, but it's still specific enough that it that it hits. It's quieter. It it's kind of counter what eddie murphy usually does like yeah. even what he's doing with kits very big and loud right and so yeah his first like his little his audition interview scene is great <laughs> yeah and he's but he's very quiet of GIF? Yeah. yeah oh my would god would you be willing to catch and, your hair well, well yeah, I guess, yeah but, but it's usually better if somebody else does he it. is so good is so that so good yeah. so funny yeah and you like he's like him <laughs> yeah like you like him as a character yeah. like right away and like he's doing that with <laughs> not yeah. blowing it up yeah you and, know? and the fact that when uh, steve martin's like are you willing to um 
show your butt. Uh, are, no, are you willing to show your? Are you willing to show your butt? And are you willing to run errands? And Jif is like, well, yeah, I'm looking for a career in running errands, so that'd be a big deal for me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Eddie Murphy does a really good job of playing both characters. Oh, sure. Yeah. And he does it good. They're distinct enough. Their names are Kit and Jif, so it's kind of hinted that they're brothers yeah. before it's actually well, revealed. And I like that they reveal it, because I, I do remember having that thought the first time. I was like, how come nobody's commenting on how exactly like Kit yeah. Ramsey he, this guy looks? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think the key is that he's playing the guy that just looks like Eddie Murphy. He's playing it really big. Yeah. Um, and the guy that's got all the stuff, he's got the braces and the glasses. Uh-huh. He's got yeah. all that. He's going more subtle. Yeah, he's going uh, much smaller. Re- Not sm- subtle, but smaller. 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 Right? Yeah. And like quieter. really yeah. quiet. Like yeah. that whole like. Very quiet. And he's just like. Which is different. Oh, yeah. so you don't hear see Eddie Murphy. He do, never plays a role it, like this. Comedy, especially, yeah. you don't see him do quiet, quiet. Guy. No, mm-hmm. and he's just like, oh, yeah. that's awesome. Oh, yeah, so awesome. <laughs> awesome. When another girl takes her top off. Oh my god, <laughs> you're doing great. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. They're it's awesome. Like, <laughs> the other thing I will say. So you know, at the very end of the movie, like, <laughs> the very end of the movie. Um, Oh, when with the, the kung fu to fighting oh to make God. a kung fu movie. Fake and, person ninjas. Yeah. And they're, Jesus they use Christ. the two most like on the nose songs. Oh, it's yeah. It's kind of like uh, it was the only time in the movie when I was kind of like, OK, whatever. But then fucking that, Jeff comes that in fight with scene his with fighting. Jeff? That is so great. This is so awesome. It's so great. That that (laughs) that's where like when I'm the rewatch, I was like, this is possibly Eddie Murphy's best movie ever. (laughs) Just this sequence right here, because he's like doing that little (laughs) Tyrannosaurus Rex arms and like (laughs) flinching his eyes away just a little bit. Just like "Uh," and then they're putting in all that noise. (laughs) Guys is like expertly taking these non hits and falling. (laughs) Really funny. Don't you love when he enters? He's got like those giant cannons, and then yeah, he, he throws them down. Throws throws them down. Them, that's right. <laughs> and then Steve Martin yeah. pops it. What, oh, what? it pops up from the jerk from that scene from the jerk. Yeah. Basically. Oh yeah. Totally. Uh, long time no see, brother. brother. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's kind of that. Like speaking of like to the fake person ninjas of it, it's kind of fun that like <laughs> speaking to they have uh, like they like you see that like. Uh, their whole crew is still with them. all of them. Yeah. yeah. Even Heather I mean? Graham is there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got like the screenwriter guy, Afram, like he's there as yeah, he's like the, the big the, bad the guy, the fake big person in yeah. the guy. And you I got, mean, yeah, it's so great. Cause like even after they have their premiere, finally, like it, it works out and then they're all still hanging around. Yeah. His bungalow. Yeah. Like yeah. waiting for the well, next cause thing. Well, cause the Daniel Ma is when they yeah. bring in, when the FedEx guy, all he wants is he to have that FedEx, FedEx guy. deliver something to his house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. a big moment. It's a big moment. The like FedEx big, it's coming. slow. It's, like, it's slow motion. And he yeah. like Swelling sets music. his stuff to the side. <laughs> it's kind of, it's awesome. Cause it's like, Oh, they get to just keep making like, yeah. shitty movies yeah. like that's yeah. awesome that's like that's all they want to do all they want to do they just want to make movies have fun delusions it, of grandeur and yeah. go to taiwan it's an offer to make a movie in taiwan with we're Kit going Ramsey's to brother. Taiwan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love that i yeah. love that they all stick together and get to go make crappy movies forever yeah. you they get to make yeah yeah just crummy crummy Z- stuff z movie trash z great <laughs> it's awesome yeah, yeah it rules um 
the <laughs> I okay one of the funniest moments to me back to to, to Eddie Murphy right mm-hmm. like yeah we're talking about like Jif is so great because it's under underplayed or whatever he's he's playing it down but even as Kit like walking through the world doing that like kind of Eddie Murphy attitude character because yeah. he's basically just being like right. a heightened version of himself fast like, talking you know, fast yeah. talking and like it's when you know, Axel would put on his like, hey, there you voice, go. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah, like yeah. like that intentionally pretending to be like unaware of just who he is and how he's right. navigating the world because he doesn't have to. And then when the acting comes in, like when they're it, well, revealing that he's like basically schizophrenic and yeah. is having like episodes and the Mindhead <laughs> people are like sort of keeping it together for him. That is such a terrific little extra thing to put in there. Yeah. So that instead of just be like rationally being like, what the, what the fuck, fuck are you guys yeah. talking about? Freaking out at the idea of aliens. Believing coming after it. Him. Yeah. It's such a really funny that yeah. that feels like a Steve Martin. Thing too. Obviously <laughs> he wrote the Christine movie, but... Baranski when they're watching right. back the footage. And she's like, he's brilliant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. Like that yeah. first sequence where he's sitting at the <laughs> Rodeo Grill. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That feels like a subtle inside joke too. Like the rodeo girl is just ridiculous, and and she girl. comes up and and like Eddie Murphy the way he plays it when she walks up and she's like just starts talking nonsense to him and he like turns around like looking like what what's going on and then as soon as she says aliens he's like his whole body shifts and he's just like aliens yeah what it's so funny it it yeah. it works so well because then he just panics yeah in the way I don't know I just. I guess I, like you were saying earlier, like I I forget how much I love Eddie Murphy. I know, yeah. which is dumb because every time I watch him and something, I'm like, God damn, he's good. Yeah, but there's been times, even like in recent years, where it seems like he's tried to kind of get back to. Has like, he? I mean, other than Dolomite, I haven't really seen him really doing much, and like, I thought he was great in that. He did that movie. They just he just had a new movie with Jonah Hill. You where, people, yeah, which I haven't seen yet. I watched was, that. What's it was called? it funny? You people, it was okay. Yeah, um, but then like, oh, I, I, I liked I that. I no, I saw that. I liked of, that. I forget that was him in that. Yeah, it was okay. I guess I just haven't seen a lot of his like comedic efforts recently. Sure. I did see his name is Dolomite. Um, I it, I like Rudy Ray Moore. I so really I liked that, that Dolomite. Well, yeah. and I felt like with you Eddie people, Murphy and you people, it wasn't his fault. Like, he was no, just he was playing good a role. Yeah, but that movie was felt a little bit too much like um, a white guy trying to act cool. No, it felt too much like um, like we have to accept each other's differences type thing. That's literally the message. I know, and that <laughs> that's kind of like grating to me because sure. it's like. Or white people could just do better. <laughs> you know, what I, I, mean? I felt like it. I felt like it did a good job of also pushing that as the 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 under narrative also of like, and you still need to do better. I, yeah. I felt like that. Yeah, I'm I also get, a white guy watching yeah. it. So. Right, right. Um, but then well, he there was one movie that I movie, didn't um, see the Coming to America sequel yet. Neither I, did I. I liked that. It was oh, fun. Okay. I really wanted the movie Tower Heist to be funny, but it's a Brett Ratner movie, so it wasn't. Yeah, but, but it was—he's <laughs> funny in it, though. He but is good I don't, in it. I don't remember anything about it. I just Me remember neither. seeing that it was Ben Stiller just, and Eddie Murphy. And I, I rewatched. Like, I love. I rewatched it too. Yeah. I rewatched yeah. it not that long ago, and that's why I'm saying he's really funny in it. I yeah. had high yeah. hopes, and yeah, it just went straight through. And yeah, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Murphy is a really good actor. He's yeah. really funny when he needs to be, and he's actually believable 
he's believable in basically everything that he puts himself I know, in. but that's why it's so crazy that so much of his output has been so bad. Oh, yeah. well, sure. So many of the movies. That, it's so crazy, good. especially but. because, like, he was sure. maybe the biggest oh, not star. Maybe. I mean, for there sure. was a window and, there where he was yeah. by leaps and bounds the biggest star, for sure. Yeah, it's crazy. And then for it to kind of, like, nosedive the way that it did. I would... But, I I don't know. I mean, nosedive for you as a viewer. He has made money and been successful. I mean, consistently successful for the entire run. I I understand that. But think of how many amazing stars are able to make a fuck ton of money and still like maintain like a not, good output. But not also, at the level that this he guy has, popped out like at 18 uh, yeah. years sure. old being like. A juggernaut, yeah. and then he's having to live his entire like find himself. Well, through that's his whole what I was about to say. Is sure. the fact that he's so still producing at a high level, and it's not like Bruce Willis direct to DVD shit. It, I think that's a testament to how he is, and and that period that we're talking about, leading up to this, and kind of after this, even he's also doing that thing where he's a dad, a family person trying to make shit for his kids. That's yeah. part of why he's got like 10 kids. <laughs> okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. So there's an element of that. Like you just kind of lean into making kids movie kind of shit. And I feel like he's coming back out of that. I feel like, I, I mean, mean there the was times where I was so like, I saw Norbit and I was so <laughs> Norbit's just ridiculous. like, I was like, this is like the worst fucking movie I've ever seen. in my Yeah. Life. And the fact that he didn't disappear because of that, I think it was a hit. I think, Mm. You should check that out. I feel like it was a hit. I think it's a fucking how did this get made episode. Well, it? no, I I think everybody agreed it was shitty, but I think it did well. Like made money. Yeah. Uh, well, because I think I think that's has, the other thing is I don't think he's for that. I think there's very few things he's touched that didn't make money because there's an audience the, for the, clumps the Adventures of Pluto Nash. Oh, that's uh, what I'm thinking. Pluto of. Nash. Is I'm like thinking of that the, one. right. The biggest failure. I, that's the, that's the movie, that's the movie I was thinking of. Yeah, no, that's the movie that I'm surprised that he. I think that might actually hold the record, the record. for like biggest loss in a movie. I mean, really, you think about it. He had the Certainly '80s where he was on top of the world, like mm-hmm. biggest star in the world, like in major blockbusters. And then he had the whole '90s where he was like one of the biggest stars of those kind of movies, like for kids. Yeah, kind of, kind of for kids, yeah. but uh, but they were huge, they yeah, were big popular because he kind of ran out of steam with like the distinguished gentleman, like right in there was where the I don't even know more adult oriented comedies started dipping yeah and then he did those and he stayed like on top of the world again for another <laughs> decade norbert's got it was 9%. only <laughs> <laughs> i mean i feel like it was only in the aughts that it kind of tapered off for a little while yeah like as far as his success goes but sure but yeah there I was like i i but feel he's like great in i mean whether you're a big fan of the movie or not he's he was great in dream girls like he'd pop up every now and then and he do something where he like nominated oh, for that yeah yeah, yeah. Where you'd be like, oh, Eddie Murphy, you know? <laughs> like, well, and something like that is like a reminder of like, oh, right. This guy is actually a superstar. Like he is yeah. the embodiment of superstar. Sure. My point was just that it's kind of, it's a, it's a shame that like it's been so long since we've got a truly good movie from him. Sure. I guess yeah. so. I thought that Dolomite movie was a truly good movie. I haven't yeah, seen that, yeah. but yes. But, but I, I, I do catch what you're saying. Because, yeah. like, it's nothing anywhere near even Golden Child level, let alone, yeah. like, Beverly Hills Cop. It, it's unfair to, like, be, like, the first huge thing that was unbelievably successful. Like, it's unfortunate that we haven't been able to return to that it's, yeah. catching yeah. lightning but, in a bottle moment. Because he exactly. is a good actor. He's a good yeah. actor. He's really funny. Yeah. 
but it's just been uh, and it's been a long time since he's been in like a truly funny movie too that's sure. the thing it's like that's... a like a good comedy Eddie I, Murphy I, movie I thought that Dolomite maybe movie was you people close yeah I just didn't really consider it a comedy no much, it did feel it's like more it was, of a biopic it was a biopic Rudy Ray yeah. Moore but um I, I haven't seen you people yet and it, that's really, not Here's weird. I feel like I'm like kind of inoculated against this nostalgia wave anymore. Like I'm just like done with it. Like okay. even like Indiana Jones, I went and I was like, I had a good time, but yeah. I was kind of like, I'm not excited. I went with about my it kids and, and they fucking loved it. And that, oh, that, that's great. That that's improved sick. my attitude to it. That yes. Kids were kind of whatever I, yeah. about it. Yeah. And, but and you know, fine, whatever. I liked it enough, but it, it, I didn't get caught up in it. Like, you know, I would have been excited about that at some point <laughs> and I'm yeah. sure. anymore. Sure. But I saw something about Beverly Hills Cop 4, which I I guess is done. And just, oh, oh, really? It's coming out at oh. some point. Jinx, you make I thought it. I thought I read it was in post or whatever, Yeesh. but the cast, like it's everybody <laughs> like fucking Bronson Pinchot's like back. Like oh. it's all Judge that Reinhold? stuff. Judge Reinhold, John oh. Ashton, uh, Paul Reiser. And something about it, and I think it's because I was fucking six, seven years old. Oh, when were my, you? I, when my dad rented it for me, when it was brand new, because I, I was, was like, I want to see this as I love Eddie Murphy so much. And I was visiting my dad, and he's like, what? He's like, oh, yeah, I haven't seen that since the theater. It like didn't even cross his mind Sure, that it, I, R, like I haven't R. seen an R-rated yeah. movie yeah. yet. And I fucking love that movie so much. The movie's so good. And so, like, I don't know, just looking at the cast list of it, I was like, I got tingly. Like I was like, sure. maybe it, they got maybe, you. It, oh, maybe it won't suck. They got but you. It'll probably suck. They but, got you. They got you. Uh, I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> they got you, hook, line, and sinker, brother. I'm watch it. <laughs> even Norbit paid for itself. Jesus Christ. Dang. Even Norbit. Look at look up Pluto now. I'm gonna right now. <clears throat> I I still I'm I'm comfortable putting him up as like one of the greatest actors working. Like him, like Michael Keaton, like surprise, like people that you don't think about, and everything they do is they are exceptional in it. Like I can't think of anything that he's been it's, in. I think the problem is that, is that he's too to big watch, a star. It may be he's too big a star that he can't like you know uh, maybe you know maybe if like you know Scorsese called and was like. I got a role in this movie for you. You know, <laughs> Did you just see the number because I just saw and the number like, too. <laughs> There's no way that's true. Pluto Nash. <laughs> oh, I bet it's like fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> well, <laughs> so l- l- listen to this budget. Okay. Budget million. One hundred million dollars. Jesus for the budget. Christ. The budget. And then what do you think the box office was? Like five million. Seven million. <laughs> Seven, Seven million. million. <laughs> yeah, I remember it tanking bad. What about Meet Dave? Was that's that amazing. him too? I don't know what that was is. Was that him? Was that an Eddie Murphy movie like that? Oh yeah, Meet but I Dave. Think, but the I feel other, like, like the a, other part like, of this think is about like a prestige director doing their new movie, and they have a role for Eddie Murphy that's not necessarily even like the main starring role. He could tear that shit up, but yeah. he's too big to do it. Well, yeah, I or mean, who for knows? them to even approach him, yeah, maybe. or maybe I don't he's, know. Yeah, yeah, who knows what's what's doing that there. Um, Meet Dave was made for $60 million and made $50 million. Oh, so that's well, a, I was better. I've never even heard of that movie. It's got Elizabeth Weird. Banks, Ed Helms, Scott Can, Khan. I'll let you know how it is when I get to Kevin it. Hart. <laughs> Kevin Hart's in it. So, But he also is just a straight-up actor. Like I don't think most of those things mm-hmm. he's not doing. I mean, he's producing because that's just what people do, but I don't think he's like writing. I don't think he's directing. 
Right, but he's probably very involved in the development of any project that he's going to star sure. in. Sure, I mean, that's producing. So like, it's, yeah, it's producing like credit. Dream Girls. It's not the starring role. It's a supporting role, and he does. tears it up. Yeah. But, yeah, I feel like if he did more of that, he'd definitely get more yeah. more accolades like that, because I, I think, think so. he is I think fucking so. great. Have I either think. of you guys tried to go back and watch Delirious or Raw? In uh, I think I tried I did. somewhat pretty rough very yeah rough. there's there's <laughs> well because i remember thinking raw wasn't great when me it came too out yeah i was so not i had no no nostalgia for that but delirious me too i mean that was quoting that like a motherfucker yeah that was that was and those sections shit. that aren't yeah horribly uh, homophobic yeah. yeah the sections that aren't horribly well, when he's homophobic, making fun of I, I was still like man this guy is he's fucking great he is really so great. great well especially when you think about it in the context of his career like he had been doing he hadn't been doing stand up for a while and then he just put together an hour and went and yeah. did it and i'm sure he worked it out a little bit but it wasn't like what you hear today like people going on the road yeah. and working that hour working that he was doing saturday night live and then he just went and filmed this almost immediately afterwards so it wasn't like he was going out working on he wasn't working it so that was just him being him and just being funny and just having bits um yeah, and his I family know. stuff. Like his family, the family stuff, stuff was so good. Yeah. Goonie and Google. Like, such what a, the like, fuck does Goonie Google the, mean, Gus? The counter programming <laughs> to the Bill Cosby yes. stuff at and the time. And when he makes fun of it in that. Is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the best part of yep. fucking Raw. Yep. Was when he was talking about Bill Cosby. Oh, was that in Raw? The, okay, because yeah, that's the only part I remember. Richard, yeah, yeah. Richard tell, Pryor telling him to have a Coke and smile and shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, Raw did not <laughs> land with me ever. No, like, I, I remember pieces, but yeah, I remember being like, it, no. I, this isn't as good as the last one. I don't care. Um, I know people have been like asking him recently, like if he would ever want to like start doing stand up again. And I'm, <laughs> I'm I, sure he's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Probably, no, probably. There was a period not too long ago when he was talking about it, when there were rumblings that he was going to try it, but I think he abandoned that. That was probably pre-pandemic. Mm. Well, it'd be interesting. I mean, it's funny because like Adam Sandler did that, and yeah. I really, really yeah, loved I that, like special. that special. I yeah. thought it was really good. Yeah. It was really funny. Like the songs really were really thoughtful. funny. Yeah. I would yeah. love to see what uh, you know what a, he would do. A middle-aged Eddie Murphy stand-up would be like. But here's we the... only saw him as a kid. Yeah. But here's the thing. <laughs> I feel like sometimes. Like I liked Adam Sandler's so much because it showed his age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he wasn't he wasn't like coming up and being like kids today. Like, isn't it no. annoying? Like kids today. Yeah, he was just talking about. He was talking about himself. He was yeah. talking yeah. about like, here's what my like here's my perspective on yeah. myself these days. But I feel like that perspective had gotten richer over the years, and the special was better for it. Like, exactly. Yeah. And so, like with someone like Eddie Murphy, like I feel like you have. The only way it works is if you do it that way. Yeah. Like if you come out and you're like, here's what's wrong with like kids today. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm already out. Yeah. I'm already yeah. done. And I actually feel like that's a lot of like why I haven't been super into like Chappelle's recent mm-hmm. output is because yeah. a lot of it I is tried. just like a lot of it yeah, is just like I'm a rich old guy now and yeah. I'm going to tell everybody why they're so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and even in, there's not enough self-deprecation. Like he he makes fun of himself a little bit, but not not in the way that you need to. If you're a rich fucking successful person, you yeah, still doing the thing that you did I, and got famous for because you weren't rich and successful. Yeah, I thought his like that short special he did after George Floyd, um, yeah. in the park and but Yellow that wasn't Springs. funny. 
No, but it was great. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. I think I tried to watch a little bit yeah. of his stand up after that. And I was like, mm. and I wasn't into it. And then after that, it was just like, I don't even want to try. Yeah. Because I know I'm waiting for this transphobic landmine and I don't want to sit through it. <laughs> yeah. I remember when yeah. he came here to Boise, yeah. I went. Like, I was there too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was there too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I saw him and I was like, oh, that was funny, but I, yeah, it, it wasn't. It, it, yeah, yeah, it wasn't. It, but I. It wasn't what I loved about Dave Chappelle. No, and I was willing yeah. to attribute it to a Tuesday night in Boise, right? Like I had the same thing when I saw Eddie Izzard. Because it's just like, clearly they're just tacking this on as an in-between Salt Lake and Seattle show on a yeah. middle of the week. And we don't matter. So maybe it's not. But there's even tra- like, material. There's even weird trans stuff in that. It. Like, and that was before he had even like filmed a new special. He was just, well, he was working on it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I know. I know. And, I, I, and I, I, I remember having a similar, like, I feel like he's still working that bit up. Cause that I, didn't land to, to me. To me, it was like an old man yep. shaking his fist. Yeah. And right? that, yeah. and I was being gracious in my head of like, maybe he just hasn't, figured out where the funny is in that and no it just was that that yeah. was what he wanted to put in the, in the yeah theater. at first i was like i hope he's just on a journey he's figuring this mm-hmm. out and he'll come out the other end but it doesn't, no, seem, it doesn't to be seem like that no no it doesn't it's it's really annoying because his Mulaney's old, yeah updated special though on the other hand was really terrific. good i really liked it, really liked it. oh john mulaney's yeah. new one baby yeah. J. Yeah. it's really i liked good. it yeah it i good. really like that too that whole stuff on his recovery stuff and the the falling yeah. part was great <laughs> That's what yeah. you need to do is like mine the shit that is the worst part. You have to acknowledge it. You well, have you got to gotta mine it too. Like not because even like a Louis C.K. thing popped up and he was mining it. But in the wrong direction. The, well, like and he wasn't mining it. That's my point. He, he was acknowledging it and he was making jokes around how fucked up the scenario is. But in the end, I was like, yeah. why is that still not landing for me? And I realized it's like because he's not talking about the power dynamic that was involved. That's there. exactly like, it. He's, he's not, not acknowledging the real problem. He's not acknowledging way. his he's responsibility. Like, yeah. yeah. He, he's acknowledging he's how, it. how gross yep. it is for him to be like that. And he's like, yeah, I'm gross. It sucks that I'm gross, but like, yeah, but that's only part of like, people will give you a pass on being gross, bro. That's not, that's not for sure. Problem. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you, but if you're going to like go and talk about then gross stuff, you have to like, yeah, well, when Take you're her. you abused it, and even if you didn't recognize it was abuse at the time, you gotta fucking take ownership of that because for sure. Yep. Yeah. And um, let's see who there was somebody else that I was getting. It doesn't really matter. We gotta finish t- yeah. talking about Bowfinger. Oh, are you talking about Bowfinger? So? <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah, let's finish this up. I gotta. Get, I, know, I gotta I go don't feed have my kids shit to do. Go. I know. I know. I know. You ain't uh, got shit to do but sit here and talk about some more I stuff. I wish that we're, only, were true. We're only like seven minutes into the true. movie, if you think about it. We haven't if really... If it were up to me, I'd say, let's throw on the next movie and then talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Um, but so, yeah, yeah. so I want to talk about um, just the, 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 only, the only interaction they have is at the premiere. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're sitting They're next, sitting to, next each to each other. And, yeah. and it's oddly like poor special effects. Really. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the I do love... Uh, um, oh, I also wanted the... Um, 
what did you say? Gotcha suckers? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, the gotcha suckers. This is the big line that the whole thing hinges on for Bowfinger. Yeah, for He's no like, good oh, reason. And in that yeah, whole scene where, like, sucks. she, you know, uh, 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 what's Heather, her name? Heather Graham is leading him up the stairs, and she's like, you got to get up there and say, I got you suckers. It's just the only way that you're going to stop the aliens. And, like, she keeps telling him over and over, and that's so strange. Yeah. But also, that's also one of my favorite parts is when she pulls up, and you know, and Bowfinger's like, he's not going to necessarily want to get in the car with you. And she's like, yeah, because he knows it. When she reveals that she knows. Oh, yeah. And so then when he pulls, she pulls up and like says all the crap to him and puts him in the car. And he's just like, uh huh, uh huh. And then he turns back to his friends and he's like, I'm Keith. <laughs> <laughs> the way he says that and that look on his face, it is so funny to me. He's just like, I'm Keith. Yeah. <laughs> He's dealing like with the real like total recall situation. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm Hausa. Who's Hausa? And Wait. just that look on his face of just like, I don't understand what I'm saying, but I, this oh, is man. me. <laughs> I guess I'm Keith. Yeah. Um, so good. And then the fact that they use like the him flashing the Laker girls. Oh my God. Yeah. Which is such a strange I, I like it. It's like a you can feel Steve Martin in it. Like that's just yeah. like some kind of weird joke that. But I love that they when they are pre- when they're premiering the movie <laughs> when they're <laughs> they're premiering the movie how they clearly were able to get like they convince him to like shoot that scene. Oh yeah, because it's real. like that shot of him like yeah. standing there. I got you, sucker! Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's so funny too because yeah. it's like you know that like. Bowfinger is thinking the rest of the movie is basically inconsequential if we just get him having this big yes, epic this moment. Big moment. That's yeah. all people are going to remember. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it's an iconic what does it matter moment. what he says? He runs towards the aliens and runs away from the aliens. He runs towards the aliens and runs away from the aliens. <laughs> yeah. It's so great. Yeah. It's so... Uh, well, and then that one line where he's like, you know, Tom Cruise didn't even know he was in that vampire movie until like two years later. Yeah. It's so <laughs> earnestly delivered in such a funny joke. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's so it's so great. That line is so funny. Uh, that because that's when Jamie Kennedy like finds yeah, out. Yeah, the one time when he's like, you know, we also don't have permission, which anyone in the audience is like, you still need permission. Like there was yeah. not one moment in watching the movie where you're like. Can you just do this? Like, even in 99, like, you're not going to be able to just do that. Somewhere someone's going to have to sign off on it. Oh, but I love that. I love uh, Bowfinger's. He has it in in the like in the cannon ready for when the jigs up. Yeah. Because when Terrence Stamp finds him in the bushes. Oh, my God. He immediately pops up and he goes, this is only for Iran and Madagascar. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) And I love that, like, Mindhead gets to be, like, the parents involved in this. Cause right. It, right. It, it, yeah, yeah. It's such a, like, these are the people that are looking out for Kip. Right. That's it. Oh, God. Yeah. He's so, it's hopeless. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, okay, to the interactions, I, I don't know what okay. to say about that. Cause yeah, they don't really much. interact, but yeah. they're brothers. So yeah. it fits. They, uh... It fits. They share the screen. Yeah, I mean... You know, check a, the box. A real Kit Ramsey character yeah. or per- it's person. Not would, adaptation. <laughs> uh, would, it would be he, the brother would be like part of the entourage. He would just be like living in a pool house at the house. You know? Yeah, yeah. But, but I love that. Uh, I mean, Eddie Murphy does an awesome job playing both both brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, 
they're the way they interact with the story i feel it makes sense mm-hmm. in context of the movie well and kit yeah. truly never interacts with steve martin like even like at the premiere like they're never together like, yeah he just never even gets to be with the star <laughs> and they like <laughs> make <laughs> steve martin sit to the left yeah again it's another like kind of ed woody touch is that they do they put you know the director and everybody off to the side and and they're like it's pretty good seats pretty good seats i love it it's just like this optimism and like you know they're Mm -hmm. cool they're just happy to have made a movie and to be there it's happening yes (laughs) we're gonna watch it it's honestly it's a big premiere like Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Makes me feel happy. Oh, and that whole totally sequence sweet. when they like show parts of the movie and then they show the people involved yeah. and they're all just like, yeah, that's me. There yeah. I am. I, I love, love that. that. Yeah. I yeah. really too. love it too. Yeah. 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 All right. We love it. See ya. Bye. I do love it. I don't, I don't know how it'll stack up to the other movies in Agreed. terms of the double troubleness of yeah. it. Agreed. True. Um, Agreed. What are we doing next? Next, I want to do Double Impact. Okay. Okie dokie. <laughs> On board. Let's do it. I would, I've been jonesing to watch it, and I've been holding back from watching it, but I've sure. really just been in the mood to watch some old-fashioned JCVD action right on, bullshit. Yeah. I'm, on to, I'm on board. Let's do it. I cannot wait to watch it. I cannot wait to talk about it with you two. I <laughs> this will be like the fourth hour of talking about it that you and I have engaged in recorded recorded <laughs> yeah, sure recorded I was try to find your old episodes so I could be like well you said yeah, where here, are those do you know you have them I have them you put them on SoundCloud I think oh, I, I might be able to oh, look SoundCloud them up. I'll, I'll see if I can find them. I was the one submitting those shit I yeah lost them man that sucks John Paul I wish I had been more diligent about saving the raw files back then right. I think I have most of the raw files. Well, in like the Too Fast, Too One Furious, I didn't save any of the raw files on that, which I really am disappointed in myself about. That's a bummer, but we'll just, maybe we can just redo it when the series Fast concludes. 10. Yeah, sure. Redo all of it. <laughs> Make yeah. it have, have Tucker be the... That'd be great. Well, And then we'll have Kaz call in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it might not even be on SoundCloud anymore. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, Anyways, Bowfinger, I really love it, but I don't know if the doubleness of it is yeah. enough to really like um, win this series. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll I, see. I mean, it could the pros of how great the movie is versus the clear the the, the clear cons of Double Impact. Maybe <laughs> will outweigh it when we get to voting. Yeah, time. that is for sure. Yeah. Um, I cannot remember the last time I saw Double Impact. I'm really excited. I remember watching it. I remember talking about it. I don't remember it. So this will be fun. I mean, I know I've seen it. I mean, I had to have seen it at least twice over the years, but yeah. Okay. So next week we'll be talking about Double Impact. Jean-Claude Van Damme, my my lord and savior. Mm. I've accepted him into my heart. I (laughs) love him. I'll talk about his movies and for the rest of my life oh my god um, and about how great they are i can't wait to for my kids to start watching them with me and i will yeah. force them. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna force them to watch double impact with me i don't care nice. how inappropriate it is yeah. i don't remember it being it's like cartoony yeah oh yeah isn't it yeah but it comes from an era where you know things that didn't seem inappropriate at the time are now kind of like oh eh. oh 
Oh, they're saying that sort of thing. I hold I hold okay. my kids to the, my old stand. I don't I don't I don't yeah, protect it's them. It's fine. My kids won't watch shit with me, so it's not an issue. Right. Uh, well. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> yeah, I guess my kids won't really watch it with me either. I saw Seven Samurai on Max. Yeah. And I started watching Ooh. it this morning because if we ever do the director thing and like you yeah. do Kurosawa, I was like, well, I should maybe have seen maybe one of his movies, so we're <laughs> right. at least a bit of a different boat. And Finn from the kitchen, I was watching on my laptop as I was like making breakfast and Finn from the dining room. He was like, what shitty movie are you watching? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh, just this confirmed masterpiece. Yeah. That everyone holds in high regard. I was like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it like, just sounds like a bunch of people screaming in a different language. Oh, <laughs> That's all so right. funny. Well, that does it for us, I think. Are we good on Bowfinger? Yes. yes. We talked about all the funny parts. I think so. I think so. We touched on them. We touched on them. It's great. Everybody should go revisit it if you yeah. haven't seen it's it in so a while. Fun. It's, it's on awesome. the cock right now. Yeah, it's on the cock. It holds up really, really well. It's super funny. It's on the cock, Dylan. I understand. I would like to maybe do a series uh, of movies about movies. That would be really fun. Mm -hmm. Like an Ed Wood, Hail Caesar, Bowfinger type uh, matchup. Um, I mean, those th- lots of good ones. That's there are lots of good ones. Have we yeah. did, did we do Hail Caesar during our Coen Brothers? No, nope. no, no. I think we just I at least just rewatched it right then. Anyway, I I awesome. think we're gonna need to redo a, do more Coens at some yeah, point. Yeah, we've only done three. Right? Yeah, we've only yeah, done let's three. Let's do another let's do Coen more. unit. Yeah, yeah. really, we'll, <laughs> really tied the <laughs> really tied the room together. Part do. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, we appreciate it. We'll be back next week talking about Double Impact. And until then, cry macho, shitters. I'm Keith.